So look, these are the rhythms of the summer. One of the things that Mark Bishop said to me a few years ago, which I keep quoting because it's sunk deep into my heart, uh, is the encouragement to you all to receive the joy of the summer. Uh, you know, we're, we're a church that operates on rhythms. You know, our, our seasons go kind of up and down throughout the year, you know, as, as all of our lives and the different things that we do. And summer is a moment uh, where actually we get to kind of relax together a little bit, you know, often. And lots of us go on holidays, services are sometimes a bit quieter, we get the chance just to hang out a bit more, we get to do things like Focus and Paul's Pub, uh, where we get to spend more time together. Uh, where actually throughout the year we can feel quite rushed in certain times as well, isn't it? And I think it's important to be able to speak to those seasons, speak to those rhythms, and enjoy the summer receive the joy uh, of the summer so that is my encouragement to you uh, and isn't it great to hear about Paul's pub I'm so excited that's coming back um, if you've been tracking with us for a while you'll know we've got five values here at SPS they all begin with P uh, and one of the most important ones is to party okay we love to party at St. Paul's Shadwell uh, there's a scriptural principle there to rejoice and again uh, I say rejoice. That's what we read in scripture. And actually, it's what our community is founded on, the fact that we come together and have fun together. It's a really important part of our uh, identity. Um, another really important part of our identity is the fact that we are a place of landing and launching. Uh, there's a dynamism to St. Paul's Shadwell. I think there's something in the water uh, here, as they say. In fact, we're, 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 we're kind of founded on a, on a, I mean, Kirst will tell you all about this. Uh, if you want to go and, and, and speak to her, there's a well, uh, Shad's well, Shad well, and, and there's some sort of spring of life underneath us. Uh, and we're positioned on this kind of highway and river, these transitory routes. There's something dynamic about this place. Uh, and we recognize here at St. Paul Shadwell that we are something of a harbor. We are a place where people land and where they launch. Uh, it's been so exciting to for me to, I guess, track along with this story. I've been here for seven years, but, you know, long before I was here, uh, this was a place of landing and launching. And in fact, over the last decade or so, we've been involved in launching uh, eight different plants and new church partnerships. Uh, we're really excited about that. If you don't know that story, some of it is captured up on those little yellow uh, squares up there, which I keep saying I'm going to redo, and we must do that at some point. But there's a bit of a narrative, a bit of a story there. Uh, but ask people, you know, what is it about this, this, this landing and launching that goes on here? But it's part of our vision is to plant and to partner and to see the new things that God is growing here in East London and beyond uh, burst. And we all get to play a part of that. And I love the fact that this is a dynamic place of life, of landing and of launching. Uh, and as a key part of that, as we look to plant out and see new things happen, uh, we know we need to raise up leaders. You know, there's an incredible pipeline of leaders uh, that, that, have, that have been coming up through this place. I think it's something remarkable that the Holy Spirit has been, has been doing. Uh, and there's all sorts of leaders here in this room. In fact, that's something that we all get to step into and lean into. You know, to step out into the things that God is calling each one of us to do. We are all leaders. But we also recognize, actually, within our context here in the Church of England, uh, who knows this is an Anglican church? Yeah, most of us. Okay, that's good. The people aren't always clear. You know, the Anglican church looks really different in different places. And we love the fact that we look like this and other people look like other things. But this is a Church of England church. And actually, within our context, 
Um, actually, one of the things that we need as we launch new things are our priests and our ordained men and women, so members of the clergy as part of our context. And actually, it's been a remarkable privilege uh, for me, even just in the short time that I've been here, to have been able to work with more than 20 men and women who have gone and journeyed through discernment process, uh, been ordained uh, and, and served in this place, been sent out to other places. It's a remarkable number of people that God has been raising up uh, in, in this place. And that's something that we all get to share in and do together. You know, the best thing about, about St. Paul Shadwell is it is a training ground because it's full of amazing trainers, which is all of you lot. Uh, and, and I've learned so much being here with all of you. And I know all of those men and women that have come up through this place have learned so much uh, through all of you. So I want to say a massive thank you uh, for that. Uh, but one of the things that I get to do today is to introduce you to two uh, brand new curates. So curates are kind of trainee vicars. Uh, and uh, Moira and Yvonne, I'm going to ask them to come up in a minute. They got deaconed, uh, they got ordained uh, just a couple of weeks ago at St. Paul's uh, Cathedral, along with, I think it's 45 uh, people that got ordained in London. Just remarkable what God is doing uh, across his church. Uh, and Moira and Yvonne have come uh, to learn from all of you guys. So Moira and Yvonne, why don't you just quickly come up and join us. So uh, this, is, this is Moira, um, and um, well, Moira, why don't you just t give us a little snapshot, tell us where you're coming from, uh, and, uh, and tell us one thing that you're just really excited about in this season, and then, and then once you guys have shared, we're going to pray for you, we're so excited that you guys are with us in this new season. So Moira, tell us. Okay, thank you. That big build-up is sort of, yeah. what do I do now? Um, yeah, so uh, I've lived in Tower Hamlets for over 20 years, so I really feel, I don't know if I'm launched and, you know, uh, in, in the dock, and, but I feel really passionate and deeply rooted in Tower Hamlets. I, I've just been on a year's placement in St. Michael's and All Angels in Hackney, you know, which was glorious, a big gift, but to be here in Tower Hamlets is really, you know, where my heart is. Uh, my history is a bit, I know we've got 30 seconds, so I'm trying to talk, uh, is uh, I was clinical head of psychology and psychotherapy for the borough of Tower Hamlets. So I, I think that's partly where I kind of grew in my passion. I came, my sending home church is Christchurch Spitalfields. Uh, um, and I just feel so, when you said just now, Phil, about joining the Jesus team, you know, with all of you and learning, you know, from one another, I just feel really totally blessed to be in Tower Hamlets with you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's hear it from Moira. Thank you so much, Moira. We're so glad that you are here with us. Um, Yvonne. Hello. Right, so I'm Yvonne, and I'm from, well, originally from Stoke Newington. I've been a Stokey girl uh, for most of my life. Um, now, uh, Phil asked me to tell you a little bit about my story, and I thought that would be really difficult because it's a bit like a spider. It has many legs. 
So I want to talk very briefly about my spirituality, which is a stark contrast to, I guess, how you worship here. I spent around 10 years uh, serving a community that uh, taught Christian meditation. And it was a tradition that goes back centuries, really. Um, the Egyptians, uh, goes back to the Egyptian desert when the very early Christians who felt somewhat persecuted and wanted a more pure returnable way of living went into the desert and just rested. And they prayed in this very uh, specific manner, um, which involved a lot of silence. Uh, so that's where I'm coming from. Uh, I trained uh, at a college called Murfield in Yorkshire. So from my contemplative experience, I went to share in a monastic community, but also it was a training college as well. So I've maintained that link. Uh, God has now brought me back to Stampney um, it, with two parishes. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to worshipping in this very um, overt, open, Holy Spirit way. And also I'll be at Poplar where I'll be maintaining some of that Anglo-Catholicism that I am most familiar with. So um, yeah, so I look forward to raising hands with you. <laughs> Yvonne, it's so great to have you with us. And I think one of the, one of the things that I love, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this in, in a moment, but is the fact that we get to work with difference here uh, in this place and in Jesus' church, uh, and that we're all built different, we do things differently, and there's such a richness to that. Uh, and we're looking forward to learning lots from you, uh, Yvonne. And as Yvonne said, so she, uh, she, she's joining us here. She's being licensed to St. Paul Shadwell. Um, but in the autumn, she's going to be uh, really uh, building the team in Poplar and, uh, and giving in to, to, to that parish and, and that partnership work that we're doing uh, there. And again, I'll speak to that a little bit more uh, in a moment. But thank you so much, uh, guys, for just coming and being a part of what God is doing here. And, and as, as you begin this season, we would love to, to begin by praying for you. Uh, and so Timmy and Kirst, I wonder, these are our church wardens. Let's hear it for the church wardens, everyone. Um, Why don't you guys uh, step, just step forward a bit, and um, we'd love for Kirsten and Timmy to, to pray for you. Father God, we just want to thank you for these two new curates, uh, for Moira and for Yvonne. Holy Spirit, thank you that you've drawn them here, that you've licensed them to this place, Father, where they can be launched in a new way into the ministry that you've called them to for their life. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would strengthen them from within, that you'd give them wisdom and hope for the future and for this church. I pray for ordained relationships, for relationships within their communities, to connect with the communities that they're serving. I pray for powerful and gentle and kind conversations. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would lead them and that you would guide them so that they know your love and your depth of passion for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the lives of Moira and Devon. Thank you for bringing them into this place, into this family. And we pray that you would help us to welcome them. 
to help us to give them a feeling of warmth and, and, and belonging in this place. And Lord, as they both land and launch into the ministries that, that, that they support this church with, Lord, I pray that you would equip them, you would strengthen them, you would fill them with your wisdom and your discernment. Mm. That, Lord, you would show them the right paths, you would show them the right words, mm. and fill them with your spirit that they might go out and do as you would have them do, to help others to, to draw close to you. Help them to live out our vision of uh, transforming communities mm. and making disciples and planting churches all over the borough of Tower Hamlets and further into East London. Mm. Lord, be with them, guide them, protect them, and be with us all as we raise hands together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, let's uh, give these guys another really warm welcome. Thank you. so glad that you are here. Um, fantastic. Um, so why don't you um, grab those flowers because I've asked Yvonne if she would read to us, read God's word to us. Um, so uh, you might want to turn to Matthew. Uh, we're going to read Matthew uh, together. But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say, look, a glutton, a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Okay, let's just receive uh, that gospel for a moment. The, uh, this is the gospel of the day. Um, one of the things that we said um, a few weeks ago is we're, we're excited to be uh, following the, the lectionary readings of the Church of England uh, as we find ourselves 
operating across a, a number of different sites at the moment and partnering and supporting with churches across Tower Hamlets. Uh, we're bound together by these readings that we look at and study together uh, each week. And we're in Matthew 11 today. And, and as I was reading uh, the gospel, this, uh, these words in Matthew 11, I was really struck uh, today. Uh, and I think this is a real, a real gift for us. Uh, in this season, this reading. And I want to just give us a couple of thoughts uh, from it. Because I, w- I wonder when you look out uh, at our generation, um, I wonder what you see. What do you see when you look out? Because this is what's happening here. And Jesus is, is looking out at the generation that was around him. Uh, And what does he see? Well, he sees and articulates in this passage a lost generation. And I think think there are two specific things that Jesus seems to speak to. And he he says, what what can I say about this generation? Uh, And he talks about a generation around him who had some kind of sort of emotional dysfunction and a critical spirit. These are the two things that he seems to put his finger on. Uh, He he begins by saying, you know, I I played the flute and you didn't dance. You know, I wailed, but you wouldn't mourn. And and there's this kind of sense of sort of neutrality. There's not a joy. There's also not a mourning. People are kind of lost in the middle somewhere. There's a lack of emotional, spiritual, mental responsiveness to what is around them. Jesus kind of puts his finger on this for that generation. Says there's some there's some kind of emotional dysfunction here, uh, and then he goes on uh, to talk about um, how he and John the Baptist have been received. In fact, this whole passage is is, is about him and John the Baptist together, uh, and and he says he says well John came and he wasn't eating and, and drinking, um, and you called him a demon, <laughs> and I've come eating and drinking. You don't like me either. It's kind of like the haters are going to hate. It doesn't matter. It's like we can't win. It's like we can't win. If John comes in this posture, he's called a demon. I come in a completely different posture. Uh, And ultimately, we know that Jesus was to be crucified. There's just this hypercritical spirit that seems to exist in that age. But of course, this is, a, this is not just a depressing set of verses because Jesus then gives everyone the answer and he says famously, we know this, come to me, all you who are heavy laden. You ca- if you're carrying a burden, come to me because my yoke is easy. You know, I'll make you light. With me, Jesus says, you will find rest for your you know, the answer is Jesus. So I'll ask again, I wonder when you look out today and you look at our generation, what is it that you see? And as I looked at this passage and I looked out and I thought, I was struck that it kind of seems pretty similar, doesn't it? You know, we're living in an age of Emotional, kind of mental dysfunction, uh, uh, something that we often talk about because actually it surrounds us. It's just the poor quality of mental health today, of anxiety, uh, uh, of emotional, spiritual challenge that people feel 
all sorts of people all over the place. It's something that we talk about all the time. It's so present in our society, in our generation. This, this, this dysfunction, this heaviness that we carry around our emotions, around our mental, our mental health. And of course we all realise that we're living in what seems to be one of the most polarised times ever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's nuts when we think about the past decade, really. I mean, I've spoken here several times about it. Yeah, I think ever since uh, well, the, the, the EU reformation, it just feels like uh, we've been on this kind of mad decade and a sort of a journey of becoming more and more polarised. And now we find ourselves uh, being drawn into left and right camps. We're more divided than ever. But it kind of feels like, well, actually, it doesn't matter which way you go, the haters are going to hate. There's, there's a hypercritical spirit in our generation. So actually, it doesn't matter which way you fall politically. It doesn't matter what you say you stand for or don't stand for. Someone is going to hate on you. Someone is going to criticize you. If you put your head above the parapet, it gets shot at. You know, that's, that's just kind of the generation that we live in, isn't it? I mean, this is the reality of 2023. And, and actually, it's pretty bleak. It's, it was pretty bleak when Jesus made these comments about the generation that he looked out and saw. And it is no less bleak when we look at our generation. But you know what? The exciting thing is, is that the answer is still Jesus. You know, this is a super simple little message for us today. The answer is Jesus. You know, when we look out and we see the heavy burdens that people are carrying, when we look at the, the poor state of people's health, the answer is Jesus. You know, when we look at the conflict and the division all around us, and actually even within us, we know that the answer is Jesus. Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, all of you who carry burdens got this says Jesus with me you will find rest for your souls rest for your souls if you're going to underline one thing if you're going to write one thing down write that down that with Jesus what you find is rest for your souls oh is that not the most encouraging thing? That is what is available for each and every one of us. Not just us, but us. All of us. That is what is available for this lost generation that we look out and see. Rest for your soul. The answer is always Jesus. What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do? Well, one of the stats that we've been thinking about a little bit over the last months is, uh, uh, is the stat that we know that in, in Tower Hamlets, uh, which is our borough that we're here uh, in today, and I know lots of us come from a broader place than that. You know, we, we represent uh, South London. 
People are coming up from below the river. You know, lots of us are out in Newham. You know, many of us are coming down from Hackney. But actually, uh, we're here today in Tower Hamlets. And, and one of the stats in Tower Hamlets is that we know in this growing population, which, which ballooned by over 20% in between the last two censuses, in the last 10 years, that Tower Hamlets has been populated more than, more than, more than 20% more people now living in, in Tower Hamlets. I mean, that's a lot of people. We're talking about, there's about 320,000 people. You know, if Tower Hamlets was a city, it would be like the 13th biggest city in the UK. It's a lot of people we're talking about. And in the city of Tower Hamlets, on a good Sunday, maybe 0.4% of people gather to worship Jesus. We don't even make half a percent. You know, that's our context. That's, that's the generation that we look out and see. And it's good that we hold that because that's an important stat for us to understand. But what are we going to do? Well, what's the answer? Jesus. We are going to carry Jesus to that 99.6% of people that don't know him. Because in him, they will find rest for their souls. That's the mission. It's simple. It's as simple as that. The answer is Jesus. We know him. And we want everyone else to know him too. So one of the things that we've been uh, caught up in recently is a, a Tower Hamlets mission project. Uh, where we've been able to think about how we work with other churches. You know, I, I've been involved in leading churches for over 25 years now. And I am convinced, I am absolutely convinced now, more than ever... We can't do this on our own. No matter which church you are, which little part of Jesus' body you are, you have to realize that we're just a little part of Jesus' body and we cannot do this alone. And I am convinced that unity is the number one thing that we need if we are going to reach this lost generation. And I say that in a moment within our church where we are experiencing increasing fracture, it seems. But I am convinced that in the midst of that, we need to hold on to the fact that unity, working with one another, is the most important thing that Jesus is calling us to as we take him to the world around us that so desperately needs him and the rest for their souls that he has on offer. We need to do this together. Uh, you know, a couple of passages of scripture that we have come back to time and time again as a church here. John 17, Jesus' great prayer. If, you, if you've not read it, go away today and read John 17. It's one of the most amazing passages of scripture because in it, Jesus prays for you. For each one of us. Jesus prays for us. He prays for his church, not the church then, 2,000 years ago, but he prays for the church that is to come. That's us. He prays for us. And what does Jesus pray? Jesus prays, Father, may they be one, like you and I are one, so that the world might see and know me, know us, know the love and the rest that we have for them. Jesus' prayer was that you might be one with your brothers and sisters in Christ, so that the world might see that and see Jesus. That's Jesus' prayer. And of course, the other amazing 
passage that we often revisit is Psalm 133. How beautiful it is when brothers and sisters dwell together in unity. It's like precious oil flowing down Aaron's beard. I used to have a beard when I said this, and it was so it was great, wasn't it? You know, oh, the oil in the beard. You know, Psalm 133, verse 3, because that is where we command God's blessing. You know, unity, church unity, coming together with one another, working for this common cause, that is the thing that Jesus prays for, and that is the thing that Jesus blesses. And I'm convinced that we need to continue coming back to that over and over and over and over again. That's what we're called to. And here at St. Paul's Chapel, that is what we will do. And I love that we have this story of how we've been able to partner with other churches here in Tower Hamlets, uh, south of the river, out in Newham, over in Europe. You know, there's an amazing story of partnership. And we've seen God's blessing in that. And I'm excited for all that is to come. And I'm excited for the new partnerships that God is calling us into now, where we get to unite together and work with difference, to work with people that are like us and people that aren't like us, for the common cause of helping this lost generation find the rest for their souls that they so desperately need. You know, that is the vision. That is our mandate. That's what I get excited about. That's what I hope you are excited about. And, uh, and just for, uh, quickly for the rest of this morning, we wanted to give you a few little updates, just really practically about some of the ways that we are all doing that. And this is a, this is a we thing. This is what we are all involved in. You know, whether you've been a part of St. Paul Shadwell, whether you landed on these shores, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, or whether you've just arrived today, you've been here 40 minutes, you know, this is your story. This is, this is the we. This is what we get to do together. So, Philip, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the mission that we're involved in uh, across Tower Hamlet? I'd love to. Uh, so, we have been sort of launching into uh, something called the Tower Hamlets Mission Project uh, in partnership with Christchurch Spitalfields and um, Bow Church. Uh, but actually involving, just like Phil's been saying, so many different uh, churches and people and organisations across Tower Hamlets as we seek uh, to do this thing, to figure out what it looks like to create communities and open up communities where people might come and find rest in Jesus Christ. And we're excited about that. And we've been particularly focusing on uh, young families, young people, uh, and uh, young adults and students. Um, so that pretty much ticks like every box in some ways because if you're either one of those people or you're helping to look after those people in certain ways. So um, it's been really, really exciting. Uh, so I'm just going to like practically update you on where we're at and uh, hopefully you'll uh, be excited about where we're headed to as well. Um, you will know if you've been part of St. Paul Shadwell for any length of time that we have kind of a legacy of running these amazing uh, programs that have been running for a long time that we're kind of known for in the community. Uh, that serve particularly uh, children and, and under fives. And, uh, we've been running our toddler group Tower Tots for many years uh, and uh, we've seen great fruit from that, both in terms of serving our community by welcoming families in, but also in families coming through and being part of our church community. That's a big part of our story. Um, but back in uh, September 2021, uh, we noticed there was like a little gap in the market, uh, a little moment where we wanted to welcome and gather particularly uh, mums in their sort of final trimester of pregnancy and those who've just had babies. 
Um, and that was a really exciting moment for us as we kind of launched into that new project, which um, is called Baby Hub. Uh, it's one of my uh, great privileges and joys that I get to lead that group every week. Um, it's been a real honor to do that uh, at St. Paul Shadwell in, in our group here. Since we launched in September 2021, we have now met 178 new families through that project alone. What an amazing, just by opening the doors and making coffee. I promise you that's basically all I've been doing. Um, but amazing, amazing fruit from that. You will know, uh, as you've seen over the last few months, that uh, not only have been people been coming to that group, but we've been able to welcome families into this church, baptizing them and their children. Um, what an amazing privilege that is. Um, and we, we love that we get to do that. Um, so we wanted to see, obviously see that. Uh, group here grow and uh, we also wanted to multiply it out because we've seen you know moderate fruit here for it we want to see other um, churches and other opportunities to do that too uh, and so earlier this year some of you might know that we launched uh, baby hub 2.0 over in Bethnal Green uh, which has just been the most incredible moment for us as we sort of launched into uh, planting out these groups um, we've already met 58 new families through that group uh, and uh, we sort of get an average of, of 15 to 20 uh, at that group each week on a Monday. In fact, we've actually multiplied the group out already, so it meets on a Monday and a Tuesday morning uh, over in Bethnal Green because it was um, such a popular group. Um, and we've also, just in the last couple of weeks, uh, launched a new baby hub in Poplar as well. Um, and uh, we were getting excited a few weeks ago, me and Anna Dickens, some of you all know, who uh, has been helping me to lead stuff over in Bethnal Green, we were, like, we were excited because the young VNA has opened. Uh, some of you might have been over there already. We decided, right, we're going to take a baby hub trip uh, over to the young VNA. Uh, we're going to check it out, uh, check out this new museum because it's been closed for many years and it's an amazing place to take children. Uh, so we put the invitation out to all of our baby hubbers from across the borough and we have 27 families come and join us at the young VNA. Um, so I don't know if you've ever been in a room with 27 babies. In fact, it was more than that because we have some twins. Um, it's a loud room. Uh, we had an amazing time and it was just a real moment for us of like, wow, God is on the move here doing this thing, drawing people from across the borough uh, into our groups and together with one another. These are families that we didn't know before um, and we're excited to continue to get to know them. Um, and there are, there are other things like bubbling up as well. Uh, Christchurch Spitalfields have relaunched their Tots and Toddlers group as well. We've got plans for more. We're really excited about what God is doing in the area of like under fives uh, across our borough. And I would love you to continue to pray for that as I know you have been doing. Um, so that's young families. Uh, and then youth. So young people are kind of a 10 to 18s group. Uh, do you know what? Like praise God. Because we, over this last, since the beginning of the year, have just seen the most amazing growth in our young people, um, who have been, many, have, many of whom have been part of this church since they were babies. Um, we've, we run a Friday night youth group, as some of you know, called Roots. Uh, all of a sudden, that's just exploded, and the kids are bringing their mates. Um, uh, we took them on a residential at Easter. About 20 of them went off on a residential together. Um, uh, Ollie and... Gareth have just started the most amazing project uh, over in Mile End, playing football with some of our young people. Um, and they just kind of uh, 
booked a, booked a pitch at Mile End and said to the young people, right, who wants to come and play football? Um, and they all came and brought their mates. And now they're kind of like, oh, there's too many here for one pitch. We might need to think about... What an amazing thing um, that's just happened and has started that our young people, again, are going to, bringing their mates along to as well. Uh, and off the back of that, um, once the young people finish the, their exams, there's an opportunity. Uh, they're going to launch our first youth dock um, off the back of that. So we're going to have young people gathering together, playing football, and then meeting together to read the Bible together. What an amazing thing to just all of a sudden kick off and happen. And uh, also on Friday night, um, they had the next installment of Youth East, which is a project across East London where young people gather to worship, pray, and have a whole host of fun together. Uh, 50% of the young people that go along to that are from Tower Hamlets, um, and what a privilege and a joy it is to be part of that as well. So we are so excited about everything that is happening here in-house with young people. Um, and a lot of you will know the wonderful Michael Hepworth as well. Um, his role is to uh, kind of explode that out. Some of you will know that he's for many years been doing an outreach project um, in partnership with XLP over on the estates in Shadwell. Um, and the good news is that we are in the middle, in the process of building our own youth resource van uh, so that Michael can uh, drive around the borough um, and resource other churches to start these outreach projects, to get to know young people um, and to have a whole host of fun with them, get to know them and plug them into local churches. Um, and we are really thrilled and excited about that. So we'll let you know when that van is coming so you can all come and check it out. Um, but we can't wait for that. So that was uh, young families, youth, uh, and then young adults and students. Now, uh, some of you will know and some of you won't, but uh, students in particular is something that has been a real challenge, not just for us uh, as St Paul Shadwell, but across the churches in Tower Hamlets and actually across the churches in London. Uh, and as I've been involved with different uh, networks like Fusion and others, um, the story is the same. We don't know how to work in, with students in London because we don't know where they are. You know, this isn't a campus city in the same way that many others are. And so uh, the challenge continues. How do we find where the students are, gather them in, and get them in the churches? Uh, and I think I've been um, meeting with uh, Katie, who's the new student worker over at Christchurch Littlefields. Uh, and we've really been praying, God, before you even bring new uh, Christians to churches uh, who are students, would you bring all of the students who are already Christians moving into our city into the churches? Uh, because that is a, there's still a disconnect there. So if you're going to pray for students, I'd love you to pray as we go into the new season, uh, into the new term in September and October, that Christian students who are moving to London for the first time would plug into churches uh, because without them we can't uh, build anything but what's been really exciting is uh, at the beginning of last year I was given the opportunity to go over and do some chaplaincy work um, at York St John University and you might be thinking York is not in London uh, you know that but York St John have got a satellite campus in London actually many of the universities from across the country like to have a London uh, satellite campus uh, and it's over on this incredible like purpose-built estate over um, near East India like Blackwall uh, so if you're ever wanting a little, little place to wander about go wander about it it's this amazing uh, campus, this amazing place where universities from across the country have got their own little like London presence. Uh, so I've been doing a bit of chaplaincy over there, um, and that's actually been uh, like a real challenge, trying to work out like how to get to know uh, these students and how to draw them in. Um, but then a few, a couple of months ago, we started doing a, a lunchtime 
communion service over in Poplar, because the university is actually in Poplar's parish. Um, and off the back of doing that, I've been getting to know the, the well-being team over at the university who are working to kind of explode uh, what's going on and, and make sure that there's much more provision for the students that are coming in. Uh, and uh, God's really just opening the doors because this amazing welfare officer, uh, who isn't a Christian, I don't think, uh, wants to bring all 2,500 students to come and visit All Saints Poplar when they come uh, in September, October. Uh, so pray for them. Uh, we want them to feel as if uh, all Saints is their place, is their chapel, uh, where they can come and find their rest in Jesus. Uh, so do pray for them. It's amazing. Is that exciting? Uh, and, and we're really excited. Yeah, let's, let's give... It's so good. Praise Jesus. It's, and I think, you know, the, the, the other important part of our context which I didn't mention is we have this rapidly growing population here in Tower Hamlets, but it's not only growing big, it's growing young, yeah. and we know that we have one of the youngest boroughs in the country, and we know that young people are largely absent from the church, and if we think about that 99.6% of people, you know, gosh, if, we, if, you know, if we overlaid those stats into young people, the picture would be even more bleak, and so we want to go after these young people, yeah. these young families, these young adults, these students, you know, as Philippa said, even the ones that are coming into London and are Christians are not connecting into church, you know, we need all of these young people to find the rest for their souls that Jesus has on offer, and so yeah. that is what we want to go after, uh, and that's what we get to do uh, together. Uh, look, really quickly, uh, three quick updates on the partnerships that we are uh, doing. Uh, at the moment, Philippa and Gareth and others have been heading over and uh, helping to support St. James the Lesser Church in Bethnal Green. Uh, we've been really happy to be able to just draw alongside and just try and bless that community. It's an amazing church up there in the north of our borough, uh, and each week we've said to them, uh, whilst their vicar is uh, on leave, uh, that we will try and send uh, a kind of a service leader, a preacher, a, a worship leader, and someone to do stuff with kids each week. You know, that's been a big commitment from us. Uh, but I think that's, that's what we're here for, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to be a resource to others and to help draw alongside, to partner and to inspire, the sort of, you know, the, just sort of bless the work that, that the Holy Spirit is doing you know, across our borough. So it's been great to be able to do that. Um, as you know, I've been uh, spending a quite a lot of time in Poplar uh, over the last term. We've been partnering with the parish there. Uh, our bishop asked us to draw alongside as a, as a church uh, to the church in Poplar. Uh, there are two congregations there, a congregation in All Saints Poplar. Uh, it's a big kind of civic-looking church and, and an amazing church on an estate uh, in the Aberfeldy estate called St. Nick's. Um, and it's just been amazing, uh, a privilege to be able to draw alongside them and, uh, and pray with them and worship with them and just try and bless the things that God is doing there. Um, it's been really exciting at All Saints over the, the last sort of five months. We've seen the morning congregation just double in size there. Uh, we've planted kind of a new little service um, as well before the morning service. Uh, it's a different context. And so we've planted a, a choral morning prayer service which has been amazing we started two new choirs there's a junior choir uh, and, a, and a choir for the grown-ups there's an amazing choral history in that church and we're so excited to see uh, God just kind of reigniting the things that are deep in the rich history of that place uh, and, and people finding rest there uh, and we're so excited to continue planting with them I'm excited that we've begun to, to build the team there. We're really excited to have Yvonne as a part of that team, and there are others as well. Um, and, and, and I want to say thank you all for releasing me in this last season to be able to actually sow so much time 
personally uh, into that place. Uh, but I'm excited that as the team builds there now, uh, that actually I'm going to be able to be back here a little bit more too. Uh, I really missed you guys. In fact, I have been in Poplar a lot over the last uh, few months. And so I'm really looking forward to, in the autumn, being able to just sort of be back a, a, among you uh, a, lot, a lot more and be more present here, as well as continuing to support all the work that's going on uh, in Poplar. But thank you for your prayers uh, in that. So it's a little bit about Bethnal Green, a little bit about Poplar. Um, Mark and Carrie Bishop, why don't you come up and come give on. us a little update. Come up, come up. Um, we wanted to take a little bit more time this morning just to kind of bring you some of these updates because it's great that we get together and worship together on a Sunday, but, uh, and so many of us are involved in different aspects of the things that we're talking about. It's great just to be able to take stock, isn't it? Uh, and to be able to think about all the different things that God's calling us to. Uh, and the different ways that different members of the team, all of us, are being launched out uh, to do new things. So, Mark and Carrie, why don't you give us a little update about what's going on for you guys? I got given a mic. Uh, yeah, basically, a little update. There's a lot of news, isn't there? There's a whole lot of news. So you ready? One more bit of news, and, we're going, and then we're going to pray all together. Um, we have news in the sense that, I think, first of all, I realize I just want to say thank you to our staff team and uh, especially Phil, Philippa and Gareth, like over this season, Carrie and I have been allowed space really since January uh, to pursue a real sense that we had of the Lord encouraging us to keep on making more space to pray, which many of you will be familiar with us harping on about. Uh, we just feel like God really saying, pray more, pray more. I think that's not just for me and Carrie, but we felt that burden um, and been asking, what does that mean for the shape of our ministry? Um, and so as we've kind of discerned that, we've come to this amazing point. It's been a mad like time, actually, and a mad month. Uh, the short news is this. We're not leaving SPS. Uh, but, yeah. uh, but we are going to move. Um, we're going to move house. And actually, we're going to move... Uh, not a classic monastic call. We're not going into a desert. Uh, we're going to Stepney Green, which is full of life. Uh, and in fact, an amazing place uh, where, well, yeah, I mean, Gareth Haddo, award-winning football project that happens there, the Dodds, the Mools, Allison. Like, there's so many uh, things that go on in and around that part of Tower Hamlets. And there, um, right in the middle of Stepney Green, there is a Church of England property called Faith House, and uh, we've been given permission, we've been journeying with Phil and the senior team in the Stepney area of the Diocese of London, we've been given permission to move in uh, to that house as a family, um, and to pursue a bit of a vision. Yeah. That's um, my, that's my uh, handover, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to explore um, setting it up as like a house of prayer, um, and that'll be a journey, but we want that to be a house of prayer that, um, like, uh, and encourages and blesses all of us in the ways that we're already praying and that's as Mark said we probably those of you that know us we're often banging on about prayer so sorry about that but there's going to be more um, and then yeah so we're gonna that'll be a house of prayer in Stepney for Tower Hamlets and then we'll kind of carry on here hopefully encouraging all of us in this beautiful like opportunity of to to grow in prayer learn more about prayer I think what Phil was saying about, you know, rest for our souls, that that's prayer is such a personal thing, isn't it? But also it's such a missional thing. Like when we're experiencing rest for our souls, that is a blessing to our communities and an invite to others. Um, 
We're going to pray now. And we're, we're going to pray. So basically, we're going to keep on like championing prayer in the SPS family. Like that's going to be our job. And uh, I'm going to remain as like an associate of SPS. Carrie's going to join the team as well. And, uh, and we're going to champion prayer in Tower Hamlets and East London. And, you know, we're going to keep on uh, looking that we all catch that kind of fire. It's the primary way that we come to Jesus, right? When he says, come to me, we pray. Uh, so do you know what? Let's do that. As kids and young people come back in, let, why don't we all stand? Uh, and uh, I wonder if we will just, um, before we go into communion, the band, I think, can come up. Uh, can, we're going to pray a set prayer together. There is, we've um, been working on this prayer for Tower Hamlets. We're going to pray that in a moment. But why don't we just first, as young people and children come back in, can we just start praying, like murmuring uh, together for Tower Hamlets? Can I just suggest you, like, say your street name over a few times? You might want to say the names of your neighbors. Uh, but let's just pray uh, right now. You might want to name places in the community. Lord, we lift Tower Hamlets to you. We thank you for all this amazing news that Phil and Philippa have updated us on, uh, even for Carrie and I. Thank you so much, Lord, for the call uh, that we represent, that you've put on all of us, which is to pray for Tower Hamlets. So we lift up, Lord Jesus, the highway. We lift up the A13, Jesus. We, we lift up the Mile End Road, commercial road, Jesus. We lift up the schools in our area. Uh, we lift up, Jesus, the workplaces that we know about, the shops that we go to, Jesus. We lift up our neighbors, Lord Jesus. We lift up our green spaces, Lord we lift up the estates that we are in and amongst, Lord Jesus. We lift up uh, Stepney City Farm, Lord, Mile End Park, Lord, uh, the Isle of Dogs, Jesus. We lift up all of these places to you. We thank you. We pray that you would continue to lead us, Lord Jesus. Every, we pray that every street would be able to come to you, Jesus. We pray that every household would be able to come to you, Jesus. We pray that every person who passes through this borough would suddenly find themselves praying, Jesus. We ask that they would turn to you, that we would turn to you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you. So can I invite you as the words come up on the screens uh, that we pray this prayer for Tower Hamlets together. Father Almighty, May your name be praised in Tower Hamlets. Have mercy on our many neighborhoods and needs. Shine your great light on our darkness and disappointments. Jesus, our Savior, we give you thanks for the rich history of the East End. Heal the hurt of bombs and scars, of death and injustice. Help your good news church to bring our borough hope. Spirit of peace, let there be peace, from Victoria Park to Island Gardens, from Petticoat Lane to the River Lee. For you, O oh God, are stronger than the Tower and mightier than the Thames. You are the Lord of heaven and earth. Amen. And Jesus, we lift to you every place that we represent, the other boroughs, Jesus, that we, li we lift to you, the nations that we are from, we lift them to you the workplaces all over London and beyond that we represent, we lift them to you. 
Jesus, come. And as we sing now, I just really uh, invite you uh, to lift this song as intercession uh, over London, over our nation, over the nations. Let your prayer begin to pour out of your heart afresh at this time. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you.